0: The Morning Show team is gathered gathered and and ready. ready. Taylor Long has Ohio Valley headlines. Adam Fike has the detailed forecast. And Bob Slider and Tony Caridi have sports. Plus commentary, rants, and interviews with Howard Monroe. This is the Watchdog Morning Show on the Watchdog Radio Network.
1: singing a song and it's a good day for moving along yes it's a good day how could anything be wrong a good day from morning till night
2: and it's a good day we have made it we shoes, have made it, it to and day hopefully day, soon through the, blue, the friday the week it's really good good morning grand valley good morning good friend welcome to the show it is the watchdog morning Show. Good morning, Mr. Slider. How are you this fine Friday morning? You know
3: what, Howard? I'm really, really good. I went to bed late, but uh, I'm feeling good. Uh, Maybe Friday has something to do with it. Maybe it wasn't Heartbreak City going to bed after the football (laughs) game, but I am feeling really good,
2: Howard. 710 in the morning here on the Watchdog Morning Show. 38 degrees, Wheeling, Ohio County Airport. 33 at the Highlands. 25 in my backyard in Elm Grove. And uh, I had to actually scrape the windows again this morning. I don't know about you. Nah, I let it run out. Well, I I, didn't I got a routine. I, I let it I, run. Th- I think I didn't let it run long enough. I I think that was the problem because when I, by the time I got out there, it was still had to be a little bit of a little bit of scraping. What do you have here?
3: We're not too bad this morning. We're up to
2: thirty already. Thirty degrees here at the Robinson Auto Group Studios, downtown Wheeling, in the heart of the Ohio Valley. Sunny, around fifty-six or so for the high today. Uh, tomorrow, pretty much the same. About sixty on Sunday and Monday, and then some rain comes in. On uh, Tuesday, give you the full forecast in detail a little bit later on. however not with Adam Fike. Adam is still under the uh, weather. Today.
3: Yeah, get better, Adam. See uh, get, you Monday. Yeah, I, I, you know, kind of a mess, little bugger. I do. He's part of the team, you yeah. know, and, and uh you know, he, and it's so crucial. It's vital. You got to know what's going on with the weather, and and we get it early. And uh, he's very thorough, and he lets us know what's going to happen. Are are you the weatherman again this morning, Howard? I will be the
2: weatherman again today. And, uh, I, I, I thought about trying to, like, sound like Adam, but I don't know how to sound. He doesn't have a distinctive enough voice for me to do an imitation. So, uh, actually, I don't imitate too many people other than Governor Justice. I want goodness. I want goodness for you. Other than that, I don't, I'm not too good with it. The-
3: yeah, we haven't heard from Skippy for a while. Uh, you would do your <laughs> Skippy, but uh, he's,
2: been, he's been missing. 7-Eleven here on the Watchdog Morning Show. Got a lot of stuff getting into today. It's a Friday. Halloween behind us. First freeze. First snow is behind us. Winter is ahead of us. So we'll look at some of the upcoming winter events that are scheduled here up in in the upper Ohio Valley. Uh, If you are like me, your mailbox has been filled with Medicare add-on plans, or you've been seeing newspaper, radio, TV ads all telling you to call such and such a number and check on your Medicare Advantage, Uh, this is open enrollment time for Medicare. Ellen Allen from the West Virginia for Affordable Health Care is with us to help you navigate that maze. Newspaper editor John McCabe and I, as always on Friday, review the local news of the week on the Friday roundtable. A lot of economic news to talk about this week. Bill Bryson reviews last week's big travel uh, extravaganza at the Highlands, suggests some travel gifts for Christmas, and details a holiday jaunt to the Greenbrier, which I will be taking and looking forward there's to There's Skippy. Yeah, there's, there's Skippy. I'm going to try and see if I can't say, again, t- tell, say tell, tell the governor I'm going to be there if he'd like to come by and visit. He's going to say, Howard, I'm never there. Listen, I'll tell, <laughs> I'll tell him, I'll buy lunch. Oh. <laughs> Don't worry, Governor. You won't. It won't cost you anything. I'll buy lunch. I'll buy lunch. I was going to go buy lunch yesterday for Hoppy Kirchhoff. Did you know Hoppy was in town yesterday? I did not. I'd like to have made that lunch myself. I did not know he was in town, and I... I, it's my own stupidity i should have so i uh, had gone to a meeting and i got out of my meeting and i turned hoppy on in the car and he says well we're up here at ogilby park broadcasting live from the southern mayor's association i thought well son of a gun. i wish i'd known that so i drove up to ogilby but i the place was packed i couldn't I, I didn't get into but i texted him i said hop you know um didn't know you were in town i'm really sorry but to tell you what i'll buy you lunch he said well i'd go to lunch but uh they have a big speaker here, a really good speaker at lunch today. I said, oh, okay. Goes, it's me. <laughs> so <laughs> so I, I missed my uh, chance Why for Why do lunch. you keep
3: it a secret, Howard? I mean, I, that's something else I'd like to have uh, sat there and, and <clears throat> listened to Mr. Kirchhoff. Well,
2: I, I, you know, I told him I was lucky. It, <clears throat> he apologized to me. He said, oh, no, I'm sorry. I should have probably said something to you that I was going to be up here. I said, no, nah, it's, it's my fault. I should pay more attention. I should have known at least the day of that you were here in Wheeling. Um, it was a really good show, by the way. It was You know how sometimes I always say, we do all the political stuff and we do state and local and national news. And we, do, and then every once in a while we have days where we kind of just psh, go off the beaten path. That's what Hoppy's show was yesterday. He had a variety of mayors from all around the South come on and just talk about what was going on in their town. No talk about West Virginia's legislature. No talk about Governor Justice, and lawsuits. It was just these really interesting mayors telling their stories. It was a good good edition of a statewide talk line. and uh, it's it's just as we do sometimes. Sometimes it's nice to step away from that hustle, bustle hurry up of the news of the day and instead just talk about some fun stuff. So that's what we have coming up for you this morning. and, um, If you have something for us, you know what to do, use the Frio Stack Auction Service text line, 304-214-1600, 304-214-1600, the Frio Stack Auction Service text line, or uh, if you prefer, you can call us, 304-232-8255, the Frio Stack Auction Service phone lines are open and are available. Now, talking about lunch, you know what I had for lunch yesterday?
3: I have no idea,
2: Howard. Uh, it was a Thursday. Mm, Uncle Pete's, it sounds um, like. Uncle Pete's chili dogs. Now,
3: did you go? Did you have to talk to the cooks, Howard? Did you tell them how to do it? I did. <laughs>
2: did they listen? They did. They did. I, I placed a takeout order, all right? So I said, I want uh, four hot dogs. <laughs> they, they, they have a, That's the, hard, yeah. They come in groups of two. I said, I want four hot dogs, and I, I want um, I want onions. And I went yellow mustard. Yes, sir. No problem. I was kind of surprised they said yes, sir. No problem. Um, but when I got them, they were right. Mm, Pretty stuff. close. Yeah. Yeah. Really good stuff. So. Well, thanks for thinking of me. Very well. I was. I could have made it I, six. I, you
3: could have made six. Really easy, Howard. Listen,
2: I did think of you in the sense that I thought of us. Wolfed you, them down. Sending you a picture. <laughs> I going to send you a picture. <laughs> Guess what I'm having? Ha, <laughs> So, um, but it was uh, they. They were good. Little Uncle Pete's hot dogs uh, yesterday. Thursdays are their chili dog days, and they, the chili sauce is very, very akin to Louis' chili sauce.
3: And, and I know, Uncle Pete, you think I'm a pain in the ass, but I'm a pretty good customer, maybe not as good as Howard. And I'm going to give you another tidbit. Again, never, ever take chili off the menu. <laughs> and how about having that special every day, every day, lunch day, because I forget about it on Thursday. The I chili. think it would. Do, no, I'm talking about the hot dogs. Oh, I mean, yeah, the hot dogs. No, 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 yeah. Do it. Do it every day at lunchtime.
2: Well, it's like anything else. A special but it doesn't become a special when it's available so often. You know, I I know people who make a real specific point of doing Thursdays at Uncle Pete's because it's chili dog. By right?
3: popular demand, we're not just doing it on Thursday anymore.
2: Hey, you know, you and I used to look wait until they had Red Lobster had the all you can eat um, shrimp, right? Endless shrimp. And then one day they said, "Oh, what the hell? We'll just do it every day." Yeah, <laughs> every
3: and the people day. said that's good. We'll it's come just about day. every other ever way, we'll or every you day. know,
2: exactly. So. Uh, what'd you have for lunch or dinner? What'd you have? You know good? what? I've been cooking. Uh,
3: it's the week in between payday. Now, today is one of my favorite days. It's football Friday, but it's also <laughs> payday.
2: Football Friday. So
3: I might payday. expand my uh, my uh, my eating habits uh, after today, Howard, but uh, pretty much frying things up this week. What was it? Good. It's good. Yeah. Uh, my friend Linda, I've been telling you, made baked ziti that I just absolutely wore out this week. I ate it three days in a row. And uh, I like to have something fried with it. I like to have old ZD and I like to have like a, I know it's not Italian but I like to have a fried pork chop with my ZD and that, that was a really good combination. It was so good that I had that two days in a row and I fried something else with it the
2: it third day did. Howard but been eating at home this week. That ZD sounds good though I mean, It was good and yeah, you've talked to me about off the air several times so that sounds good. So that was our food uh, <laughs> our food conversation of, of the morning this morning. 7-17 here on the Watchdog Morning Show. Hey, one more uh, reminder for you, my friends. This is the weekend. The weekend, you know, Bob. Do you know what it is? We're going to turn back. It is time to turn the clocks Fall back. Yep. 70% of us think that turning the clocks back twice a year is a waste of time. And I would probably agree. Still don't know why. We just can't live on God's time all the time and let it go, but... Uh, and some of the reasons, according to the survey, we hate it so much, it disrupts our sleep. Nothing disrupts my sleep. Yeah, that's false. It affects our mental health. Okay, might buy that. Yeah, my mental health isn't good to begin with. Um, and then they say we actually have to go around adjusting our clocks. That's a pain in the ass. It, it is, although in this day and age, uh, almost all of my clocks are... They adjust themselves. They adjust themselves. I think we have... Well, I think even the micro. That used to be the one. I think even the microwave adjusts itself. I think we have one clock. It's a manual clock in the kitchen that maybe needs to be adjusted, but everything else adjusts itself. So none of those none of those bother me. I just what bothers me is I've got to remember, for example, when I'm preaching on Sunday, I got to remember get up earlier. You know, just I just don't I don't know why we do this. I mean, I I understand why we started it, you know, wartime save energy, blah 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 blah. But I don't I I don't get it. I, I really don't get it. I
3: I love it. I've always been a big fan. The older I get now that i I have a problem with it i like when it gets dark right around five o'clock especially when i was a hunter you know i don't spend any time in the woods now here's the problem i have with it now howard okay after two o'clock after on saturday we're gonna turn the clocks back i'm gonna wake up at three o'clock anyway and now it's gonna be two o'clock in the morning what the hell do i do
2: (laughs) exactly that's exactly right
3: um
2: yeah i kind of I, I, my problem is, and it's already started even before that we turn the clocks back as it's gotten darker earlier now. You know, I'm like, like seven o'clock, I'm thinking, well, I guess it's time for my pajamas. <laughs> it's time for bed.
3: And the problem I've had in the past, I don't know, five or six years, Howard, I used to take advantage of that. I used to say, oh man, I'm going to get that extra hour of sleep. Isn't that great? I, I just can't do it now. I, I wake up and I can't go back to sleep.
2: Yeah, My body is attuned to a, a certain number of hours of sleep and, and, i go to if i go to sleep too early i'm just going to wake up earlier and and that's just going to push the rest of my day off schedule so you know turn the clocks back it's just gonna it's gonna mess but i you know it is what it is
3: you know what's going to help me with that howard i gotta go see my doctor i gotta get some drugs to help me sleep at night that's what i need
2: oh you're always trying to get drugs for there something that's uh, <laughs> in this drug-oriented society why not um Twenty-one percent of people say they rarely or never wake up feeling rested. Do you wake up feeling rested?
3: That's why I jump right out of bed. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yes, yeah.
2: I feel great. I don't even look at the clock. It's time to get up. Time to get up. Um, people were asking about what. What do they worry about at bedtime that might keep them up? Do you worry? Do you do you sit there at night and think about things? Because I don't. When you know, as you're getting ready to drift off to sleep, do you worry about the Israel-Hamas war or something?
3: No, no. Now, if, if the Steelers would have lost in heartbreak fashion last night, which was, it could have happened, that would have been on my mind. I might not have
2: been able to roll over so easy, Howard, and, and, and go to sleep. Uh, people were asked, what do they worry about at bedtime that might be keeping them up? Number one, inflation. I mean, I I get that it, no, I don't, I don't. Lay awake at night thinking, my heavens, inflation is very high. I just don't, I don't do that.
3: If I have a meeting, if it's something important that I'm going to do, let's say at uh, one o'clock the next afternoon, it'll be on my mind. It would, it would a probably be your keep specific
2: me. plans. Of yes. Day. And
3: it was important. And it had to, I was really hoping it would go well. It would be on my mind to the, to the point
2: where I'd have a hard time sleeping. Number one is inflation. Number two is COVID. COVID? I mean, it's still out there. I know it's still out there. Um, and again, I talked about this just last week when I got my last COVID shot, my most recent COVID shot. I mean, I, I am still concerned about it being old and compromised, immunocompromised. I do worry about it, but that doesn't keep me awake at night. I mean, All I go just, get another shot, Howard. I will. You know, I want th- those guys <laughs> who tell me I've, I had too many shots. I'm getting two more tomorrow just for fun. I'm gonna go over to the drugstore and say, "Hey, I want two more. I already had them, but just give me two more for the heck of it." Uh, gun violence is the next one that people worry about climate change, and politics. Um, And believe it or not, I do worry about politics because they're so messed up anymore, so messed up. That is something that keeps me awake sometimes. And I
3: might be lowering my guard, and uh, it didn't keep me up at night. It probably did you more than me, but I don't want Donald Trump to be president. I don't want Donald Trump to be close to being president again. And I'm getting a kick out of these trials and uh, bringing his family in there, and I'm starting to not worry as much. I, I don't really want to say that out loud too much, Howard. But I, I don't think that's going to be a factor anymore. I think this guy's got so many problems. He, he, I think he's just going to throw his hands up, maybe jump on a jet one of these days and just, I don't know, disappear.
2: I don't want to get into it today. I have this held for, for Monday if we have a chance. I, the Washington Post just said a big story uh, under the headline, The judge has the power to send Trump to jail for violating the gag order. The judge has the power to send Trump to jail. Does any judge dare to do that? Uh, and that's I think that's a great question which maybe we'll talk about at some point, but do you you know if he was a normal defendant and kept violating court orders, they've already fined him five thousand, then ten thousand by the third time you go, you know what the next choice is, sir? Bailiff, take him away. And Howard and I both enjoyed it. I kind of lost
3: a little steam at the end, but there was a series on HBO called Succession, and <laughs> the Trump turmoil, and their uh, soap opera. It kind of mirrors uh, that show a little bit. Again, we talked about it when the Powerball gets up. Or who in the hell would want to be a billionaire? I mean, or, or claim that you're a billionaire <laughs> when maybe you weren't. I wouldn't want that. I wouldn't want that lifestyle.
2: Yeah, I, 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 I don't want people to know I'm a billionaire. Let's put it that way. Yeah, keep it a secret. Yeah, you know. I'd rather you think I'm poor. Then you won't be, it <laughs> won't be bugging me. 724, 24 after the hour, Friday morning edition, Watchdog Morning Show is underway. We're going to see a reasonably pleasant day today. Uh be sunny with a high around 56, but right now it's cold, a little frosty. 38 degrees at the airport, 33 at the Highlands, 30, 25 in my backyard in Elm Grove, and 30 here at the Robinson Otter Grove Studios, downtown Wheeling in the heart of the Ohio Valley. So, some things we just talked about, but what did we do this week that was fun and exciting and interesting? Highlights of the week are coming up.
0: Hi, Toppy Kirchhoff we'll Talk Line on Metro News. We're here weekdays, 10:06 till noon, talking about what's happening in West Virginia and talking with you. I was just a little disappointed to hear your assertion that uh, you need a lot of money to run for office. This was supposed to be a citizen legislature. Now we have people that uh, basically aspire to... My office, and uh, the only way they get there is by raising millions of dollars. Tuckland weekdays at 10.06 on this Metro New Station. Why? Just think about it. Why
1: is the number one selling brand of chainsaws not sold at Lowe's or the Home Depot? We can give you over 10,000 reasons. That's so how many authorized local steel dealers you can find across the country. Visit one and you'll find a range of dependable gas and battery-powered tools from trimmers to blowers. And you'll find service from experienced professionals. Real Steel. Find yours at SteelUSA.com. Lowe's and Home Depot are trademarks in their respective companies. What does Main Street Bank mean to you?
3: One thing is, we have CDs with consistently higher rates. Unlike some banks, Main Street doesn't use high teaser rates to attract customers. We keep our interest rates simple and competitive. Some of our interest rates for CDs are the best. Plus, our accounts feature low fees or no fees. That's money in the bank. The right bank.
0: Open your CD account at Main Street Bank. You deserve a bank this good. Minimum balance of $1,000 to open. Penalty may be imposed early withdrawal. Member FDIC. Equal housing lender. Great conversation continues now on the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe. Howard Monroe. Brought to you by WVU Medicine.
2: Tony Bennett.
1: Some, somebody twice as smart as I.
2: You know what this reminds me of, Bob? What's it remind it you of? reminds me of some of the afternoons you and I would spend together uh, having a few brews or two in uh, some of the local taverns. You know? How many
3: times do you think we listened to this song when we were enjoying <laughs> a Bud Light?
2: Exactly right. Uh, you know, We had our own particular play. People in the bars that we'd hang out with knew that we were in the bar. When this, oh my god look at I know that oh, those those two guys have got to be there they're playing Sinatra and Tony Bennett and and uh, old old crooner songs like the good that. old days Howard the good old days the good old days not to be confused with the good old boys
3: no but they'll be around later too
2: 7-27-27 <laughs> after the hour here on the Watchdog Morning Show so every Friday around this time uh, we take a moment to reflect look back contemplate where we have been before we go forward taking a look at the things that were the highlights of the week gone by on this radio show the good the bad and okay sometimes there's ugly too the things that we at least thought were interesting and fun and hopefully you enjoyed along the way as well um it was it was kind of an eclectic sort of week We did a variety of different things, a lot of what I would call our standard stuff, which were news interviews and so on, but I thought there were some fun things this week. What do you have?
3: I have three. I have a fun one. I have a personal one, and I have one that I thought was really, really benefit to all of our listeners out all there right, and was really
2: good. What you got?
3: The fun one was our pizza talk. You know, it seemed like with the the, the phone lines, the, the text lines, you know, we had a little conversation about pizza. You yep. know, we didn't plan it that way. Yep, yep. And then next thing you know, uh, people are chiming in. So I always love it when I call that spontaneous radio, Howard, and I love it when it catches fire. Uh, it's not like the old days where everybody picks up the phone. We get a lot of texts now, but it seemed like the pizza talk was, was pizza fun.
2: Pizza is something people can't go wrong. There are two, I hate to do them sometimes because there are two or three topics that I know, if I throw them out, we'll get response. I don't know if how entertaining they are, but and pizza always is one of them. And, but that must be universal. When I was in Saudi Arabia with another group of talk show hosts, uh, one of the other hosts was on the phone with his producer back home, and he was telling his producer, he goes, yeah, because they were running a recorded show back home at his station he said you know what just pull out one of our old pizza shows and play it and i thought oh my god everybody no matter where you are they're talking about talking about pizza so that was a good one, one of my you want to do another one or you want me to go on
3: well the personal one was you know i go way back to 16th street with howard uh i don't know 23 20, 20 I don't know, over 20 years ago and the very first person that i met in the radio business who wasn't in the radio business was Jim Frio, and I was there all by myself one afternoon. And this guy comes in and he says, "Hey, who's that new guy doing the weather?" And I and I I got instantly sick at my stomach because I thought the next words out of his mouth was going to be, he "Man, is he terrible? Why are you putting that guy on the on the radio?" But what Jimmy said was, "Man, I like that guy, and I want to sponsor him." Wow. And we've been friends ever since. And yesterday, having my two dear friends Shane Stack and Jimmy Frio here with us, Howard, that was special to me. So it, it made my highlight list.
2: Known Jim for a long time. First time we worked together was a chef's uh, right auction, health right auction, uh, back when the auction was held in the uh, uh, what's McKinley uh, Wealth Investment Place now, the old Ohio County Library, and uh, it was the very first chef's auction for, and that's where I first met Jim. And uh, like you, I'm not as close to him as you are, but we've gotten to know each other very well over the years. And he's just a a delightful guy. He's a fun guy. It was great. We were all in the studio together, Howard. Yeah, it was indeed. Another, I guess, sort of personal, if you will, um, that I would put here, but I think it was good for our listeners, too, uh, was our discussion about the Dine for Donnie event. Uh, We helped uh, the listeners be aware that uh, Donnie Gilbert, our afternoon guy on Thursdays, um, had some medical issues. Has some medical issues. Is recovering, but it's going to be gone for a little while. He told somebody he'll be back next week. Whoa, so, that's
3: what he said. So we will have to wait and see. <laughs> I
2: like to. I like to talk to his doctor about that. <laughs> yeah, we might I mean, want to uh, get him on the have, on the board. Uh, I, I can. I, I. believe that Don. I a thousand percent believe that Donnie said that. I do not a thousand percent believe that his doctor said. Sure, go back next week. But um, uh, and then, the, so there was the event of a quicker stake and lube. Uh, where a percentage of the food sales went to uh, Donnie's medical bills. And a big crowd was up there. So I thought Dine for Donnie was was one of our one of my highlights of the week, that, that we were able to do that for our buddy. That
3: was really good, Howard, yeah, because, again, I go way back with, with Donnie also. And that brings me to the, to our top highlight. And, and I screwed it up because there was so much smoke. But, you know, we were able to tell folks that maybe missed it on the, uh, the, the Channel 7 uh, morning uh, newscast that uh, you could not take 16th Street, which is very, very important for us here in Wheeling. Yeah. Uh, I didn't know what side of the street of the fire actually was on, but we figured it out because uh, Jerry and some other folks texted us in. But that's good. Again, I call that spontaneous radio, Howard, where we tell the listeners, hey, look, this is breaking news, and you need to know this.
2: And I don't like to turn this now into a commercial, but... Go ahead, Hart. There aren't very many live and local programs at all, certainly not in the mornings. We are here every morning. We are live. We are local. Um, And we're even both in the studio these days, which wasn't the case for a while. Um, So when something does happen, we're able to give you the information. We're able to uh, reach out to some of our contacts and sources and, um and of course we work with channel seven very directly and very closely that's a partnership I'm extremely proud of that we're just we're really part of their team uh, and they're part of our team so yeah those spent what you call them spontaneous when something happens in the morning I don't think anybody around here is able to give you the immediate information on radio I mean you can watch TV and we get a lot of our info from TV but uh, I so I think I'm I didn't put that on my list but you, I'm with you absolutely. That uh, that was a good one. Um, one of the just just a sort of a. I'm not sure that fun is the right word, but I enjoyed remembering Chandler Bing, the passing of uh, Matthew Perry, and our conversation about the TV show Friends. And that kind of hit deep, didn't it? It did. It did. And I say I don't. I don't want to call that fun, it, but it, it it was it was. It was a good, it was a good good conversation that day. I, I thought that was really good. So remembering Chandler Bing was another one of mine. And also, I just enjoy Halloween so much. We spent so much time talking about Halloween, the Halloween stories that I had to tell you after my trick or treat night. Bob and I got into a disagreement over the out of towners. It was okay for them to come to your neighborhood and trick or treat. Uh, Halloween conversation was another one of my uh, my my top stories. Now, uh, you have your you're, you're done. I am done. The I have a couple more. Um, on the hard news front, besides covering the fire, we talked just yesterday, two crises, two lawsuits, missing files and found files in West Virginia. The uh, issues that we talked about with Brad McLenny about the Southern Regional Jail lawsuit and the files that were missing and then we're found. Um, and Amelia Nicely was on with us from West Virginia Watch, uh, talking about the, uh, the the crises in the foster care system. And what does the governor say? Oh, no, because he doesn't uh, answer her her calls or her texts. Uh, I thought that, that was a – and putting the two of them together uh, yesterday, one after another, I thought was, was really – it gave you something to think about. These are two major crises in the state. They're big deals. Inmates are being abused. There were uh, uh, guilty pleas yesterday by some guards that they admit they beat up on inmates. Uh, inmates are being abused. Conditions are terrible, uh, and and there's a lawsuit about that. Then you got missing files, missing documents, missing uh, 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 witness material, and so on. Uh, and then the the foster care system, which is terrible. And Amelia has been covering that. So I thought that was good. You know, we what's I, we do a lot of coverage, too. Again, I'll pat ourselves in the back again. We have a really big team of pe- people statewide that we can, you know, tap into. Uh, Brad McElhinney, of course, often from Metro News. Our friend Stephen Adams from the Ogden newspaper chain. Amelia Nicely from West Virginia Watch. We had Leanne Ray from West Virginia Watch on earlier this week. When there's something happening that's a bigger story than I can delve into, statewide from here in wheeling we have people we can go out and talk to and i thought that was yesterday was a perfect example of that two big stories two good conversations
3: after networking
2: howard and finally um this was the week of the first freeze and the first snow a little cold and i thought that was the simple fact that we had that and could talk about it but you know what i made my number one highlight was number one number one that was a drum roll I, you should know. <laughs> I thought you were giving me the signal out. <laughs> no, 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 no. Number one highlight, we did five full days of broadcasting this week. It was week. tough, but we did it, didn't we? <laughs> Last week, we did three. <laughs> so, number one highlight of the week, we did five days. And we made it through Friday.
3: And we usually don't mention mention lights. but... Uh, the, the Matthew Perry talk yes. uh, was sad, very powerful talk, but but sad. And uh, our buddy, our friend, our colleague, Adam Flake, not feeling well this weekend. So yeah, uh, that yeah. was, uh, was, we miss you, Adam. So get better. We'll see you on Monday. Yep.
2: yep. He wasn't sure that when I talked to him um, two days ago, he said, I, I, I know I won't be here tomorrow. Tomorrow meaning yesterday when I talked to him. He said, I don't think I'm going to make it to Friday either.
3: Brenda must have told him what you told me. Listen, don't even worry about this. We'll we'll see you on, we'll see you Monday.
2: You know, sometimes, well, I've told you that before, too. Sometimes, you know what? It's better just to take an extra day. Take an extra day and and to get better. So there you go. Highlights of the week from Slider and I here on the Watchdog Morning Show. But remember, we make highlights every single day here on the program. If you have a highlight or a low light, something was really good or something you thought sucked up the wild wazoo this week, uh, feel free to text me 304-214-1600. Your thoughts about highlights or lowlights on the Frio Stack auction service text line. Uh, Steelers won last night. That's good. Final football Friday on the regular season. That's coming up. Mr. Slider has sports in just a bit uh, and we'll be going traveling in the next hour of the show. So that's coming up too. Stick around. Lots to do. Friday is underway on the Watchdog Morning Show. Good Thursday evening. I'm Stephen Moore with your
1: 7 News Headlines. Over the years, you've brought opioids into your home. They helped when you were in pain and you held on to them just in case. But holding on to opioids puts your family at risk. Learn more at www.fda.gov drugdisposal drug disposal.
3: Serving part-time in the Army National Guard has led to a lot of firsts for me. It paid for me to be one of the first people in my family to go to college. That education got me to the first day at my dream job, which I could still hold while I served part-time. That job, along with the benefits I got through the West Virginia Army National Guard, helped me buy my first home. I also know that I'll be one of the first to respond if the Ohio Valley ever needs me during a natural disaster. I'm Sergeant Andrea Gump, and if you'd like to join my team, visit www.nationalguard.com wv for more information. Or check out our Instagram or Facebook at we Guard West Virginia. Looking to buy or sell a home for a reliable, experienced agent that has been serving the tri-state area for over 30 years? Contact Denise Pavlik, Realtor Salesperson with Paul Associates in the Glendale-Marshall County office at 304-281-5250.
0: Live from the Robinson Auto Group studios in the heart of the Ohio Valley, this is the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe.
1: Whoa.
3: Yeah, how's that about? You bud lights in there with that.
0: (laughs) Way up to the clouds, away from the maddening crowds. We can
1: sing in the glow of a star that I know our lovers
3: Now see I can see the other folks there with us at the bar. This one would like uh, bring bring up the spirit a little bit, Howard.
2: No, oh, it was a little better than the last one, yeah, I'm you know, Tony Bennett. But this still. Just like
1: birds and,
3: right. birds and that would always put him in a you know that, that other mood again, Howard.
0: Whoa! <laughs> Bo- up on Howard. Whoa!
2: Is Howard and Bob's uh, Friday jukebox here this morning on the Watchdog Morning Show. Uh, it is uh, about 7, what is it? That's not right. Where's my clock? I, t- I just turned my clock off. <laughs> I got one here. What, what <laughs> is it? 7.40? About 7.40? 7.40? All right. From
3: the Frio Stack auction right. service hotline, <laughs> more of that drinking is going to get me ready to start drinking.
2: <laughs> Wait or a minute. Or the, 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 the singing. The singing. <laughs> well, yeah, generally. What time yeah, is it here? Yeah, I hear it. I, I got it. Oh, oh. yeah. The other thing you knew Back in the old days Bob When we'd really gone a little bit over the edge With the alcohol Is we'd play the same song six times in a row Play it
3: again Howard, play it again
2: Bob, you get, that, get that, put that back on I want to hear that Sinatra song get, get, that, uh, get, get that Get that back on Alright, uh, let's see uh, Adam Fike is not here today He is still under the weather Hopefully he shall be better by by Monday We wish him well um, I think he's doing the smart thing, taking some extra time off, and, and that is uh, good. But here is the info that he has given to us for the day today, uh, your weather of the day today. It's going to be a sunny day, high around 56, not too bad. Wind's running around 10 miles an hour, so it's not going to be too overly windy. Tomorrow, partly sunny, a high around 57, slowly working our way up the scale. Mostly sunny up to around 60 on Sunday, partly sunny on Monday, into the 60s, 60, 64 or so on Monday. And then we begin to get some rain coming in by Tuesday of next week, mostly cloudy, high around 61 on Tuesday, and a little less than 50-50, about 40% chance of rain on Tuesday, uh, 50-50 chance of rain come Wednesday of next week, uh, temperatures begin to drop again to around 56, and rain very likely on Thursday of next week, cloudy and high of 54. So several nice days into and through the weekend, beginning of next week, a little bit rainy. By the middle of next week, a good bit rainy. Right now, 38 degrees, Wheeling, Ohio County Airport, 33 uh, at the Highlands, 25 degrees uh, in my backyard in Elm Grove, and 30 degrees here at the Robinson Auto Group Studios, downtown Wheeling, in the heart of the Ohio Valley. We have just passed, of course, the um, Halloween, I mentioned. Halloween just come and gone, and uh, the first frost of the season, first um Snow of the season has come and gone now, and we had a significant... Boy, i tell you what, in some of our outlying areas, Bob, we talked about snow. What was it the day before yesterday? Was it was yesterday. We had, you and I had, a very light dusting. You could just sort of see it on the car, and that was about it. Uh, we had a couple places in higher elevations. I think Benwood Hills, somebody Texas, us and said that it was a, enough to coat the ground. You could see on the grass. But I saw some Facebook posts from... Not the immediate wheeling area, but in our region, you know, like... i imagine West Liberty, Highlands. I mean, there was, there was a cumulative snow. Um, you know,
3: well, most saw, people would call those mountains, Howard. You
2: know, we don't. We
3: say ah, no, West Liberty Hills or are the areas. Highlands. Yeah, but, you know, yeah, people, yeah. those are mountains.
2: But, uh, but I, I saw people with, you know, I mean, snow on their deck railing that you could stick a yardstick into or a ruler into, you know. So some places got it pretty good. Anyways, we had the first... Um, First snow, first freeze, Halloween is over and done with, which means now it's time to start thinking about winter and uh, all the holiday stuff. Santa Claus is coming to town November the 15th here in downtown Wheeling. Jolly old St. Nick making an appearance at the Winter on the Plaza, which that's been a fun event for a couple of years now. It just kind of reminds me of the old Hallmark movies. If you are like I am, my wife has watched the Hallmark movies, the Christmas editions, Winter on the Plaza. They have the tree lighting ceremony. Uh, Santa Claus will be there at the Market Plaza. And then there's going to be live music, um, vendors, activities for the kids, um, all this kind of stuff. It is November 15th. What is the date? You got a calendar there, Bob? The November 15th is, I don't know. I don't have my calendar in front of Well, right.
3: what's the date today?
2: Today is the, uh, third. I don't Today's the third, so then the 10th. Anyways, the fifth. Wednesday, I think. All right. Uh, at 5.30 to 7 on the Market Plaza. It is winter on the plaza in downtown Wheeling. Right now, they'll add to this a bounce slide by Trips Fun Zone, an arts and crafts station by Wheeling Parks and Recreation. The Wheeling Arts and Cultural Commission, Wheeling Heritage have some things going on. Wheeling nailers will sign autographs at uh, winter on the plaza. They'll pass out candy canes. The Junior League is doing letters to Santa Claus. Daniel Thorne has light-up toys and fidget spinners. Be Kind Ceramics will be there. Uh, there are baked goods from Emma Jean. I don't know who Emma Jean is, but she'll have her baked goods morning, there. Morning, Emma Jean. And the So Nuts for Donuts food truck will be there. Ooh, I could use donuts this morning. Donuts sound good. Magic word. Uh, anyway, um, Winter on the Plaza is coming. Now, next week, this coming week, uh, on uh, the 9th, which is Thursday. I guess I should pull my calendar up so I'm not giving you bad information. Uh, the you said the 9th? The 9th, yeah. Yes. Next Thursday. All right. Next Thursday, uh, the holiday season officially kicks off here with uh, the lighting of Ogilvy's Festival of Lights. It's already Festival of Lights time uh, presented by West Banco. Uh, Santa Claus will be switching the light switch on next Thursday night uh, at uh, Ogilvy Park. And uh, then the Festival of Lights will be lit up and you'll be able to drive through the park. It's always a lot of fun. They've added over recent years, again, it reminds me of Hallmark movie stuff. Uh, they've got the Winter Carnival Elevenson and Shelter with family-friendly activities. They've got a synthetic ice rink, a climbing wall, Christmas tree uh, trail. The uh, Ogilvy Good Zoo will have uh, pictures with Santa Claus. They've got a rockin' holiday light show at the zoo. Um, the holiday dinner show, if you want to get something to eat, at the Glessner Auditorium on select dates throughout the season. So... Um, And they put some new stuff up at Shank Lake, and I don't know quite what it is because they've just got it there. I can see they're adding some things to to Shank Lake, so it's going to be... it's just festival of lights are underway.
3: And kids, don't be afraid. Uh, those are not reindeer running around with arrows sticking out of their hindquarters. So everything is okay.
2: I tell you what, though, just yesterday the uh, the festival of lights uh, sent the poor deer away uh, up in the what I would call the deer field, what may soon become the killing field. I don't. Bambi's know. last stand. Yes. Yeah. Uh, there, there was there were a bunch of crews there getting the the festival of lights displays put up there. They got the dinosaurs and stuff in that field, and right across the street. They looked forlorn. There was a little group of deer just standing there looking. It's like, that's our field. Why are you using our field? And I'm thinking to myself, guys, you might as well get used to it. You ain't going back to that field. Time to go. (laughs) It's it's time to go. Listen, they moved you out of your field. Maybe you should just go somewhere else. Uh, So um, those are a few things coming up. And, you know, I've always wondered about this. Santa Claus getting ready for his busy season, right? I mean, he's going to be very busy. Winter on the plaza, Ogilvy's Festival of Lights. We're going to be at the different stores, different places. Uh, he's got to supervise the making of the toys, check with the elves, get everything ready for the big night. This is his, you know, we had our busy season. We talked about it at the beginning of football. This is Santa's busy season. Um, but what does he do in the off-season? What does Santa Claus do in the off-season? We're going to find out because Santa Claus is coming here to the studio next week. I, I talked to him last night. He said, "I'm well, I'm pretty busy after next week." I said, "Well, then come in here because I want to know what do you do in the off season." So Santa's going to be coming here. All right, uh, ten to the hour, thirteen to the hour here on the Watchdog Morning. Show. I think if this clock is right, I got to find
3: it. Day is an hour.
2: I don't know. I'm all messed. I move things around in this in my my desk here Now I'm, I'm a mess. Here's what I do know. Uh, Slider's got sports coming up next.
3: Is your business protected from cyber threats? In today's world, it's more important than ever to have a cybersecurity plan in place and prepared
1: you want a hospital rising up to the challenges of today's healthcare demands wvu medicine wheeling hospital delivers the right care close to home developing new and exclusive services recruiting top surgeons featuring the highest level of orthopedic surgery improving healing rehab time and outcomes offering innovative heart care through our wvu heart and vascular institute establishing outstanding urology services with a highly experienced urologist and staff, providing comprehensive, world-class women's health services, and equipping the WVU Cancer Institute at Wheeling Hospital with cutting-edge science for the highest standard of care. We embody the mountaineer spirit, building upon strong traditions, moving forward with compassion. WVU Medicine Wheeling Hospital, delivering the right care at the right place, at the right time.
0: Tune in Mondays at noon for all your local high school sports news from the number one sports editor in the Ohio Valley. The Seth Stasky Show, sponsored by Gumby's. Only on The Watchdog. Broadcasting from the Ohio Valley, talking about the Ohio Valley. We're live and local. This is The Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe. Brought to you by... WVU Medicine.
1: Tall and tan and young and lovely, the girl from Ipanema goes walking and when she passes, each one she passes goes... "Ah." When she walks, she's like a samba that swings so cool and sways so gentle that when she passes, each one she passes
2: goes... Ah, uh, the girl from Ipanema, 7.50, 10 to the hour, Watchdog Morning Show, Friday edition. Join us on the text line if you'd like to, 304-214-1600, 304-214-1600, Frio Stack Auction Service text line. Feel free to text in. You can call in as well at 304-232-8255. Next hour, we're going to talk about um, the open enrollment for your Medicare plans. If you need to know more about that, uh, the folks from uh, West Virginians for Affordable Health Care will be here to help us talk about that and the navigator that's set up in West Virginia so you can kind of be walk through some of the the, the questions and the system and so on. That's coming up next hour. And Bill Bryson in from Unilevel High Valley Travel to McCabe and I kicking things around in the tail end of the show, the uh, uh, last hour of the show. Uh, off the text line, you have to pay to see the Ogilvy Lights. That's just wrong. No, you do not.
3: Called a donation, but and they'd like for you to. They
2: would like for you to. Uh, if you do pay the donation, then you get... Some extra little goodies they give you some stuff. But you do not, you can you you absolutely can say, no, I don't think so, and you can go right on through. You do not have to pay.
3: And I found a little bit of annoyance there, too. But let's remember, that has to be an outrageous electric bill, Howard. Sure, think about that.
2: But I know I used to do, a friend of mine used to be a big there, and um, I used to do a secret shopper, secret Santa, whatever you want to call it. He would send me to go up, drive through, and specifically say, I'm not going to pay, and to see how the people handled it. And they always handled it a well. They said, okay, that's fine, sir. Again, if you pay the donation, you get, I think maybe it's a CD or something like that. But if you don't, it's like, okay, go on, just going through. And so, don't they
3: give you something to put in front of your car so they don't, is it one time or do they want you to donate no, every if, single time?
2: If, if you donate, they'll give you a little placard so they won't, won't even ask you the next time. But no, that is not right. And I'm not criticizing the texter because I know people think that. They do ask you for a donation, it is truly a donation. And if you choose not to donate, that's fine. They will politely tell you to you know, go on.
3: And let's be honest. I think they used to ask you for five dollars. I think they ask you for it's, a twenty dollar bill. I, I think okay. twenty five. Times maybe. have changed. That was It's been a long time.
2: And it's. But you're right. You know, think about how much. Just drive through. You don't have to wait. Don't even wait till the festival starts. Drive through today because most of the lights are up. start looking at all the lights that are up there. Think about the the electric bill on that. All right, let's. Uh, tonight is uh, today is a big football Friday here in the Upper Ohio Valley and here on the Watchdog, simply because it is the uh, the last regular season game for those of us in West Virginia. Uh, Bob Slider has that and more in Slider on Sports.
3: Thank you, Howard. Last night, NFL Thursday Night Football in Pittsburgh. The Steelers' offense struggled again, only scoring twenty points, but the Titans could only muster up sixteen. So it wasn't pretty, but the Steelers win. 20-16 to 16, with just four minutes and two seconds left in the fourth quarter. Kenny Pickett hit Deontay Johnson with the winning touchdown. Pickett finished 19 out of 30, 160 yards, and he threw for that touchdown. Najee Harris ran for 69 yards and scored a touchdown. Somehow the Steelers improved to 5-3. The Titans dropped to 3-5. We also had college football. Last night, action in the Big 12. It was Texas Tech, 35, and Texas Christian, 28. We will have Big 12 action here on the Watchdog Network tomorrow. Brigham Young travels to Morgantown to take on the Mountaineers. Kickoff at 7 o'clock. Pre-game starts at 4. Post-game afterwards, we will have it all. We will have much more Steeler talk this afternoon from 12 to 3. The good old boys. Because sure,
2: today's the Pine Room boys uh, broadcasting live in Gumby's. Not really. Oh. <laughs> the
3: oh. good old boys filling in for the Pine Room podcast. We'll be here in studio 1 o'clock. Our Mount Rushmore top. Most Underrated Pittsburgh Sports Athletes. And also, we'll go over the remaining NFL schedule. And then at 2 o'clock, our top five, Howard, it could be be best or worst, things about the fall. Oh, There's good and there's bad. And then at 2.30, as always, we'll pick our high school, college, and our pro football games. Noon to 3, good old boys on sports, filling in for the Pine Room boys, on Football Friday, and then it's our final football week of the regular season, as Howard said, in the state of West Virginia. Wheeling Central travels to Williamstown. Central needs to win. It's very simple. They need to win to make the playoffs. If you can't make the trip, no problem. We'll have it here on WKKX. That is 1600 AM, 98.1 FM, 7 o'clock kickoff. Jerry Ames and Ryan Storm will make the trip, and we'll go on the air Right around 6:50, John Marshall will wrap up their season tonight. They host Wheeling Park again. That's a seven o'clock kickoff. You can catch that game on WVLY 97.7 FM, thirteen point, or thirteen seventy on the AM Dow. Ross Johnston, Mark Heinerman, and Bob Traveri will have all the play-by-play. Slatter on Sports Time, 7:55. Of course, uh,
2: we don't uh, finish our sports coverage on Fridays. We have some activity tomorrow as well, including uh the good old boys baron we'll Bob be back Bean. again huh? back again you guys are getting uh you're getting up with the pine room guys well now. it
3: seems to me like we're the backup band now it used <laughs> to be the the pine room boys was the backup band they're the star now so we're kind of <laughs> like the backup band and we are really great and appreciate that opportunity and yes we will be back tomorrow from eight to nine with our picks
2: and then um in the afternoon, it, it when the evening is kickoff, but the afternoon we start uh, WVU uh, football.
3: And let's don't forget, I think those guys have been gone for a while, but I believe, I believe, I have my notes here tomorrow at 9 o'clock. It's the Paul Harris Saturday oh. sports huddle with your host, Dr. Angelo Georges, your co-host, Mike Florag, Hall of Fame sports writer, Doug Huff, and superstar producer, Ross Johnston. All those guys here in the studio, I believe, tomorrow. Howard.
2: All right, so. Saturdays are made for sports and we cover them. Weekends are made for sports and we've got them because we also have uh, the brownies on Sunday.
3: Yeah, I don't want to go there, but yeah, we do. Come on,
2: Bob, let's get excited. The Cardinals and the Browns Sunday, uh, 1 o'clock uh, right here on the, uh, uh, on the Browns in the Ohio Valley. Come on, Bob Heron's excited about it. You know, oh, you know I'm happy for Bob. <laughs> Four before the hour. Uh, text line. This is the person who said you don't you have to pay to get the the lights. This person says I didn't have the money to give last night last year and they won't let me in. Uh, that that is simply not true. You're either not telling me the truth or you were just such an ass that they decided to send you away because uh, you do not have to you do not have to pay. It is a donation. Um, and again, if you pay that donation for the lights, you'll get some extra stuff. If you don't pay it, they just say well go on by go on through. They do not stop you. By the way, how would they not let you in? I'm curious about that.
3: Well, they could well, tell you to back up. They could say, hey, no, you're not well, going through. Well,
2: first of all, you couldn't back up because the, usually the line is, you know, out to the street. i well, they willing to send the cops to, you know, send a ranger to Gene going to come get you.
3: I remember one embarrassing time, However, This isn't the same thing, but uh, my family, my whole family went to a high school baseball game. Uh-huh. And we pull in and we planned that night. When we leave the high school baseball game, we're going to pick up some takeout and take it home, right? Yeah, okay. So we had like 40 bucks with us. This was before, I think, even the bank debit card. We get there and they want to charge us like $30 to come into this high school baseball game. Really? Really. And I explained to the nice lady, I said, look, I can maybe bring money down to the school tomorrow. But if you take that $30 from I us, we're not going to be able to have dinner tonight. She wasn't very happy about it. You know, Did, she didn't say, oh, I understand. It was, hey, well, that's what we charge. And it was
2: it was embarrassing and kind of frustrating. Did she say, well, you know, we got $2 hot dogs finally, over here. No,
3: finally I got fed up. I said, look, um, I, I will bring the money down tomorrow. This is my name, but I just don't have that tonight. It was th- over 30 bucks. Wow. That's what I said.
2: 30 bucks to get to a high school f-
3: baseball game.
2: Yes. Uh, it, w- it wasn't around here.
3: It was. It was right down the road a little bit. Uh, the school is not there anymore, so you might be able to
2: figure that out. But it was, it was like, man, that's a little <laughs> steep, isn't it? Well, I would say so. But eh, then again, what do I know? All right. Coming up next hour, Ellen Allen from the uh, West Freedness for Affordable Healthcare will join us to talk about open enrollment. Uh, also, Bill Bryson coming in. The travel show last weekend was really quite enjoyable. Lots of uh, people there. Lots of good information about traveling and tips and so on. And we'll uh, we'll take a look at what uh, how Bill felt the show went. Also, uh, some Christmas gift ideas of travel. Every year we talk about. You know, maybe you want to give a little gift of travel one way or another uh, for Christmas, and we'll talk about that with Bill Bryson. Then in the 9 o'clock hour, John McCabe is in. He and I will have the Friday roundtable reviewing Ohio Valley news of the week gone by. Anywhere along the way you want to have your say, text me, 304-214-1600, 304-214-1600, or uh, you can call us at 304-232-8255. Phone lines are sponsored by our good friends, Frio and Stack.
1: But she doesn't
2: see, por causa
1: do amor She just doesn't see, nem olha pra mim